Hello, everyone, and welcome to the RC Plane Lab podcast. I'm Ron. And I'm Tom. Episode 82. 83. 83. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, episode 83. You want to start? No, we're not starting over. Episode 83. Here we go. Uh, profile foamies. Yeah. We're finally getting around the to talking about Piper. profile foamies and yeah. the, the sandpiper plans that are available. We'll get to that in a little bit. Yep. Um, first thing, did you hear or see or read or feel, I guess, I don't know, that the uh, the spirit of innovation, remember the Rolls-Royce electric airplane we talked mm-hmm. about a couple mm-hmm. months, weeks, it's whatever a while ago, ago. Yeah. finally flew again to break its uh, speed record oh, really? for an electric aircraft, and it did. Uh, 387.4 miles an hour is what they say it achieved. That's surprising. I don't think it's been certified yet. 300 and what was it? 380 so almost no 387.4 miles an hour so almost, I think I said that wrong the first time almost 400 mile an hour yeah. that's that's mile impressive. an hour 400 mile an hour miles per hour <laughs> that's impressive it actually is for pretty, an electric how cool. like so like how long like how long was it able to maintain that speed I, so I think that was the top speed they clocked it at I think over a oh I, I don't remember exactly. I don't have it in front of me. I think over a three-mile course, it was a few miles an hour slower, huh. like still over 380 if I remember right. Huh. Um, and then there was another like 15-mile course that I think they flew across, and it was a little bit slower still, but it wasn't like a big difference. So that's, that's impressive. That's what they ended up with. I mean, By the way, the previous record was a few years ago, which surprises me. It's been like that long. Like I thought it was like 2014. But anyway, a extra 330, extra 330. Uh, LE. No, extra 330 LE, mm-hmm. uh, 213 miles an hour. Hmm. Slow. That's a significant compared improvement. To what they came up with, yeah. Yeah. So That's interesting. So they're making progress daily, you could, you could say. It seems like it. They're going to try again. I don't know what they're actually going to get to, but I thought that was interesting because I, I like wonder, electric like airplanes. What, so I wonder what sort of range these things are capable of right now. Probably not much. I mean, I mean, the airplanes themselves aren't very heavy. So, I mean, I know it takes a lot of power to... But the batteries are very heavy. Right. That's what... That's the... That's the kicker. Yeah. I mean, you add a lot of weight, which takes a lot more power to move. It does. Like, I don't know what the actual batteries weigh, but electric cars are heavier than normal cars. Oh, yeah. So electric airplanes are going to be the same way. I would think so. Yeah. Hmm. But still, it's kind of cool. They're making progress. I'm assuming they're using LiPos or some sort of lithium battery. Yeah, whatever they use, I think, in probably like regular electric cars. What does the airplane look like? I don't think I've actually... Looked it I up thought I showed you before. It's you the might. oh, is that, that Nemesis? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's right. The I don't remember what it was called, but it's a yeah. nice looking airplane. It is. Like it really it's is kind of very cool. slick looking. But anyway, yeah. so yeah, they're they're still working on that. Almost four hundred miles an hour. That's impressive. I was. That's uh, yeah. That's very. If you ask me, like because and I guess I am. So tell me what you think. <laughs> well, yeah, you didn't ask me, but I'm gonna tell you anyway. Um, I find that impressive because, well, number one. Generally speaking, to maintain that sort of speed, you have to overcome a significant amount of drag mm-hmm. over a given period. And that takes a lot of power, you know, to propel something almost 400 mile an hour, even if it's just a few miles, to me is impressive. Yeah, but see, electric motors are so torquey. I mean, like they're like, I'm, you can get a lot more power out of, well, I shouldn't say a lot more, easily. Yeah, but you can get more at power. speed, I mean, RPM is what 
what gives you speed, you know, from a propeller. It all depends standpoint. on the pitch, but yeah. You know what I'm saying, though? I yeah. mean, like, I don't know. It's just, it's just really impressive to me. Because <laughs> like, I think in terms of horsepower, not like watts, I guess. Maybe that's why. It's, I'm, a seven, or it's the same, 760 watts per horsepower, I think, something in there. So yeah, I mean, if so, you're thinking that way. So you're thinking, I mean, so that's probably, you know, 350 to 400 horsepower probably. I mean, because that's that's what I think the the output um, on, the, on like an edge is that you know that would fly. I would fly think that speed. it to be a little bit more actually. Oh, I thought so? we talked about that. I don't have stuff have. in front of me. Yeah, we may have. Anyway, but I thought that's, they were higher cool. on that. But yeah, and apropos, because we're going to talk about electric airplanes. We are profile. But, but before we do that, mm-hmm. I just want to let our listeners know that we got a new video out there on YouTube. <laughs> Finally, one one <laughs> yeah. more after how many months of well, it's been stagnancy. It, it's been uh, a quiet uh, few months there, but <laughs> um, we did. Uh, I thought we did a pretty good job on the on that uh, particular video. So if it you're was interested, fixing landing yeah. gear, and yeah. I mean, if you are in the hobby long enough, you're probably going to come across this type of repair. So hopefully, we made that easy for folks to. It's fairly common. Take and I, on I, themselves. I think the biggest takeaway on that though is just don't be scared to try it yourself. Yeah. I mean, it is, it's, if you don't know what you're doing, if you're not used to repairing balsa planes, if you're not used to repairing anything, yeah. um, it can be very daunting to mm-hmm. kind of look at, oh my gosh, look at all these pieces, look what happened, look at all this. But daunting, that's a good word. It's it's easely overcomable if you take it step at a time. Overcomeable, that's yeah. also a that's, cool word. <laughs> that's made up. But anyway, it's overcomable if you take it a step at a time and just kind of... Look at what you're doing right. and move right. on. Well, I mean, what's the worst the, that can happen? These are toy airplanes. Let's right. just let's let's everybody keep a, a keep an it eye on what we're actually doing here. It's it's not building the Taj Mahal or anything. This is Thank a hobby. And if you know, if you try and fix something, you mess it up, throw it away, don't tell anybody and move on. <laughs> yeah. The don't tell anybody, that's the key part right there. Oh, I've messed up several <laughs> things and I have not told anybody. So yeah. It happens. I think we've all done the same thing. Yeah, but you know, I mean, the bottom line is, I mean, the airplane is uh, broken anyway. You're not going to cause it any more damage by trying yeah. to repair it. So, I mean, take a stab at it. And the worst thing that happens is you take all your electronics out, whatever motor you had in it, and mm, put it in for another airplane. airplane. Yeah. That's right. So, there you go. Okay. New and we, video, we, go we watch do them. have two new videos, too, that are coming out that I have not edited yet, but they're recorded. Well, um, quit being lazy. Get get. I will honestly say and, I have not been lazy this time. Like... Any other time up until now, I would say I've been lazy. I haven't had, well, I've had a chance, but I haven't had the <laughs> the gumption to do it. But this one is not gumption related. That's it's, true. I've been You've working been a lot of other things on airplanes and all that stuff, which is great. That is awesome. You've so, been actually working on airplanes. I've enjoyed it. Yeah. Profile foamies. Are we Profile ready Profile foamies. Yes, I'm Anything ready. else you want to talk about before we get into it? I can't think of anything. Okay. Why, Tommy, would we plot or fly... And build a profile foamy. We're balsa guys. Yeah, as everybody right? knows, yeah, we like balsa, and I like nitro engines. You know, engines no, that make noise me, and stuff uh, like that. No, you're into electrics, yeah, but uh-huh. um, yeah, why? Why would we? Why would you design something like that? Well, I can tell you why. I have flown profile foamies in the past. It's uh, because they're cheap. Very cheap. Uh, they're they're not very expensive compared to that's what very a, cheap a balsa means. airplane. Um, they're easy to put together. You can usually have one ready to fly and gosh, I mean, what do these little guys take? <laughs> Honestly, Two if, hours I, maybe? if I didn't have to cut the stuff out, which oh, I, yeah. I can't stand cutting the, the foam with <laughs> that is not fun. Numbers. It's not. If I didn't have to do that, it would be less than an hour. 
yeah. to have all the electronics put on and glued together and have That's that true. done. It is, there's nothing to it. Yeah. So, so sometimes, you know, you just like, I, I'm a huge fan of loading up the car and going out to the field and flying my, you know, my balsa airplanes and, mm-hmm. and cutting it up with the fellas. But sometimes, just sometimes. Cutting it up again. Yeah. We went back to the twenties. We did. Sorry. 1920s. Oh 1920s. my God. This is the twenties. Yeah. This is the twenties. Anyway. Uh, I forgot what I was going to say. Uh, cutting it up with the guys. Cutting it up with the fellas. Yeah. Um, but sometimes, just sometimes, I just want to throw something in the car and go fly. I don't want to drive 20 minutes to the field, unload, fly, load it back up to unload it when I get home. Sometimes I just want to get, you know, satisfy that itch to fly something. And these little profile foamies are perfect for that. They are. They're not, they're, it's not an airplane you care about. No. Well, I mean, and and I'll I will further that point by saying, oops. when uh, the the first profile foamy that I flew was you know a few years ago, mm-hmm. uh, they were like a kind of an F twenty two looking, th- and we flew them with the intent. We had a bunch of guys that all had the same type of airplane, mm-hmm. and we flew them with the intent of actually trying to run into each other in the air. Now, the I'm combat. Yeah. Preface that by saying, you know, that's not something you want to do. Like on a Saturday afternoon at your club field when it's the busiest, right? You want to do this like on a Tuesday morning or something when it's just you out there with your other crazy buddies. But that's what, that's the first profile uh, foamy that I flew. And man, it was a blast. And let me tell you, it's, it's really hard to try to intentionally run into another airplane in the air. I can imagine, but actually semi easy to accidentally run into yeah, other weird. airplanes in yeah, the it's air. It's inversely but... proportional to the amount of intent you have, I there think. There you go, dictionary.com. Look at you go. <laughs> but no, I mean, you're right. Like, we've seen midairs before and all that kind of stuff. But when you're trying to actually hit each other with your cheap, disposable profile foamies, mm-hmm. less carnage than you would expect. Yeah, but it sure is a lot of fun trying. Yeah. It really is. No, I and, agree. And they're super, I mean, they're super maneuverable. Yeah. These things. <laughs> they will turn on a dime. Yeah. Now you're the F twenty two you had, did that have a rudder or was that just the nope. Yeah. Nope. Just same the just the exact same setup. Elevons. The, yep. Yeah. Yep. That's the easiest way to do it. Yeah. And it was a pusher, just like just like uh, the way you designed this one, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's so we <clears throat> I how do I say this without we are balsa guys. Mm-hmm. When we talk about foam airplanes, we're not going to talk about foamy airplanes that you spend, you know, three weeks building nah. only to take out. And and foam has its limits. It does. Like to me, <clears throat> foam is a great tool to learn with, but not the end goal. Does that? It, yeah, that makes sense. So I don't want to spend a bunch of time right. and a bunch of effort in building a foam airplane that is supposed to look like a real airplane. Right. You're not you're not going to build a keepsake. Uh, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah, this is not in in 50 years, <laughs> you're not going to have uh, our grandkids or great-grandkids throwing or going through our attic and stuff and going, "Oh, look at that piece of foam airplane that <laughs> That's amazing. My grandpa right. did that. No, it's still going to be the balsa ones that are looking at doing that. Right. You think? Oh, absolutely. I think so too. Yeah, that's absolutely. Good. I mean, that's what gets my attention when we when we go to swap meets or go to hobby shops or whatever. It's yeah. the it's the big you know presentation of the that the yeah. balsa big balsa planes you know, give you, not the foamies. But for us, the foam has its purpose in simple. Yep. Fun. Yep. Quick. Throwaway. And cheap. 
Simple, fun, quick, throwaway. Yeah, I th- and cheap. I think I got everything covered there. Yeah. So, really, what does it take to build? Like, we'll talk about the sandpiper because that's yeah. really the only profile foamy I've done. Like, you've had the, the yeah. Raptor and stuff before, but yeah. I've not. Flies very similar to your sandpiper. I can it's, imagine. It's so, like, the, they're all. I mean, they're all going to fly about the same anyway. It's a flat sheet. It's a of flat foam sheet of foam with a, a little bit of a wing to it. Like. Right. I don't. I don't think. I wouldn't even say it has a wing. It's just a flat piece of foam. It's well, two true. dimensional, really. It is. It's there's it's no all airfoil. 90, yeah, there's it's, there's like every angle on it is ninety degrees. <laughs> there's no like curves or anything like no. that. It's, and that's the profile part. Yeah. Like from the side, perfect. it looks cool. From so the what, top, it looks like, cool. From everywhere yeah, before, else. Before we get into like the, the the actual nuts and bolts of what you need and how to do it, like how did you end up at this particular design, like? You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, I don't know why, but I like curves. Okay. Like, I don't like complete angular airplanes. I like to have a little bit of a curve to it. And that that's just the kind of the design I came up with. I, I like, like, I like the F-18 Hornets, like the older mm-hmm. ones, because they have the little curve in front of the wings, whatever yeah. you call those things. Mm-hmm. Strikes. Um, that is... For like for me, and that obviously is growing up. That's what they used the Blue Angels for when I was a kid. Um, but that little bit of wing on there just made that plane look so cool to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of the same shape of this full wing, if you really pay attention to it. Not fully, but it has that same little look to it. Yeah. Um, and I just wanted something kind of simple to make sure we had room for the battery up front because we have to put the battery up front to balance it well. Yeah. Um, and that's, I mean, that was just a, a quick kind of sketch out that I came up with, and it kind of grew on me the more I looked at it before I, I super made it. super convenient that it fits on one sheet of foam. Well, that's the sizing. <laughs> I mean, I would like it to be bigger. Yeah. But we're constrained not necessarily yeah. by making it on one sheet of foam because if we doubled up how much foam was on it, you're doubling your price of another dollar. <laughs> you know, it's it's not breaking the bank. Um, but with foam, like there's no no strength, no, no like added strength to this. Um, I know a lot of people use popsicle sticks or these bamboo skewers or stuff that are cheaper. Um, if you want to know more about building like that side of the hobby, go listen to other podcasts. Our friends over the Aviation RC Noob guys, they they deal with foam. Um, we're not the foam yeah, guys. Yeah, they, they do foam a lot. Um, I think that's all they do. Yeah, for now, well, probably. at least. I keep trying to convince them to go balsa, but <laughs> they keep trying to convince me to go foam. So now I can say I've gone foam. It's it's time for them to time for up them their to game. make the leap. That's right. Yeah. So Joe Matthew, if you're listening, if you're listening, uh, go buy a balsa kit. Yeah. Pictures or it didn't happen. <laughs> right. Uh, but but like, anyway, it's so, funny that you said uh, that you know you don't want to make it bigger, but. You know, we always say bigger flies better. Bigger so. does fly better. But like I said, I, I don't want to have to use any of the extra stuff because I want it to be a quick build. Yeah. Like that's my goal for any of this is quick throwaway airplane. Yeah. I don't want to spend all night trying to figure out gluing skewers on, gluing all this kind of stuff to strengthen it. And if we went much bigger than what it is, that's what I would have, have to start do. worrying about yeah. that. Um, and that just adds complexity and time. And Yeah. Yeah. No, and that's also, that's also the reason it's not shaped for me, why I didn't build one shaped like an actual normal airplane with wings off the side and then the mm-hmm. tail, because when your wings are, you know, the cord is not as big, you have less foam there to support it. So then there has to be other things you have to do in order to make it a stronger wing. Whereas mm-hmm. this, uh, you know, we've pretty much 
flown that full throttle and gone straight up with the the elevators and it'll stop quick, but it doesn't fold. Yeah, that's true. It's it's a fairly strong design for for what we're doing with it. Yes, it's been thoroughly tested. (laughs) It's it's been crashed several times. Um, And that's, you know, I my original plan was I wanted to have like a regular airplane with a propeller on the front. I don't know why I like those. Um, But honestly, by putting the propeller farther back, it's a lot easier to not mess up your your whole front end. Like, I've crashed one before a couple times to where the nose was literally about two inches shorter. Crunched, yeah. I just kind of Me too. pulled it farther back, you know, kind of straightened it out a little bit, <laughs> yep. threw it back up in the air, and you were, go- yeah, you were you golden were flying again. flying again, yep. It's not... I've done the same thing. It's not like a... a it, once again, it's a throwaway airplane. Yeah. So yep. I flew it the rest of the day that way, and mm-hmm. then I went and tore all the electronics off, which is just a couple pieces of glue, right. cut another one out and had another one ready to go. Yeah. Um, that's, that's the goal behind, for me, profile foamies. I mean, like, yeah. I know other people get into them a lot more, and I don't want to dismiss what everybody else does on stuff, because yeah. if that's what you're into, yeah, you good like for what you. you like. But yeah. it's, it's not me. Yeah, it's you're flying. You yeah. know, so good for you. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. No, I hear what you're saying. That's if awesome. you're if you're afraid to start building something, this is the oh, this easiest would be a great way introduction, yeah, to, to get hobby. into doing it. Yeah, I mean, this is this is not really a beginner airplane. Like it's fast and kind of more it, difficult. It can to fly. be fast, yeah. Um, and it's not it's not what I would call a self correcting. No, I mean it goes where you point it. Yeah, and sometimes it goes where you don't point it. <laughs> but it's disposable, so who cares? <laughs> That's the fun of it. Like it is, it is fun. I mean, I I enjoy that part of it. Yeah. And not spending, like I said, a whole bunch of time on it. Yeah. If I'm going to spend a bunch of time on an airplane, it's going to be a balsa with, you know, Amen. a real airplane. I believe, I believe I feel the same way. <laughs> I believe I feel the same way. I, I guess. Believe I me. I guess so. There, that's what I meant to but say. the fun thing, so like the other thing I've done with them before too is when I was kind of going over the start on trying to figure out center of gravity and all that stuff, which is difficult when you don't actually have calculators and stuff that I didn't, I didn't use that. Excuse me. I didn't, I didn't use that. It was more of a, let's chuck it and kind of see how it, how it flies and figure out where center of gravity needs to be. But having those extra airplanes and stuff around, it's fun when you have kids to say, here's some markers, color it for me and let's go fly it. Mm -hmm. You know, we've done that before. We've, we've been through many of these (laughs) airplanes. Um, And it's, like I said, you're not out anything. I've probably built 15 of them, mm-hmm. and I'm out less than I am with any kit oh, yeah. I've ever bought or built for balsa. Yeah, and the electronics are usually, well, not usually, they're pretty much always salvageable because yeah. you're never really going that fast when they crash. I Well, even if you are, everything is so far back. If you nosedive into the ground, like yeah. with this one especially— you, it's it's got a built-in airbag. It's that whole front <laughs> foam is just it's you know true. it's a crumple zone built into it. Does into it crumples well <laughs> and, and uncrumples? Crumples. Well, it doesn't uncrumple as well as it crumples. But Not as well, but it gets you back in the air does. if you need to. Yeah, it does. Um, I like the idea of the kids coloring it. I had not uh, had not thought of that, but yeah. Uh, Sometimes before, sometimes after. You know, sometimes before it's put together. Here, do whatever you want with oh, this I before, okay, before I before I assemble it. Yeah. Sometimes it's well, you know, I'm done with this one. Do whatever you want with it and go throw it around. Piper still remembers being downstairs. I don't remember this, but she brought it up to me the other day, like several months ago. 
I'm trying to think. It was actually last fall, so it was when I was still working on the Duelist. She remembers having one of these sitting down here that I was done with, and her and Cody were throwing it back and forth. I don't remember that, <laughs> but she asked me again, you know, well, can I have another one to do that with? Well, sure. You know, here you go. Here you go. Whatever. It's here. a buck. I don't pull, care. Pull it out of the stash of crashed ones. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, that, yeah, when you're done, you just throw them away, too. So yep. that's the beauty of it. Okay. So what do you need? Well, I mean, you need the plans, right? Plant, yeah, that's right. I guess I didn't say that. Plans are available at rcplanelab.com for this one. There's a bunch of other ones you can get to if you want to do your own design. You can design your own thing. Um, just Google profile foamies and see what kind of kits you like or what kind of designs you want and, and go that way. Um, what I like, though, like I said, especially having this airplane that you make over and over again, electronics, once you get it set up, is an easy easy fix to do another airplane like if you mess this one up um by actually having servo cutouts in the plans like mm -hmm. i put on this one if you crash it and you you do have to make another one you don't have to redo any of that uh, the uh like push rods and stuff you can just peel the whole thing off of the old one and glue it to the new one that's handy i mean yeah it's kind of fun yeah so you need the plans do do for somebody to print them, because these are bigger than an eight and a half, you know, by 11 sheet of paper. Yeah. So we have instructions it's, on how to print it so that you can tile it, right? Is that what it's called? Yeah. There's, no, I forgot we have a website or a page on the website that has that. It's resizing plans and it talks mm -hmm. about printing. Yeah. Okay. I'm so glad we did that a long time ago. I forgot all about that. See? Yeah. So yeah, you can use that. You can use the information on that, to, on that page mm -hmm. uh, to print these plans. Uh, so you don't have to go to Kinko's and have it printed or anything. Or you like can that. if you want. You can if you want to, yeah. yeah. But you can print these on eight and a half sheet, eight, eight and a half, half by eleven, 11 <laughs> sheets of paper. Thank yeah. you. Uh, and tape them together and lay them on the foam and and cut it out. Yeah, and the foam we're talking about, um, I'm assuming it's available like nationwide at Dollar Tree stores. I don't know, um, but Dollar Tree foam board is it's. I mean, I think it's probably the hobbyist that's keeping that whole foam board thing going. <laughs> probably, yeah. Because we buy a lot of it. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I've not done much with it other than this, but for a buck for a piece of foam, which, by the way, I read everything is going up at Dollar Tree now. I don't know if you saw oh, that. Oh, really? Or not. It's supposed to be twenty-five <clears throat> for everything in the store starting next year. Well, so still, a dollar twenty-five, I guess, if we're talking new prices well, for yeah, an airplane isn't I guess bad. That's Still not so bad. No. But, yeah, so Dollar Tree foam board is what we use. It comes with paper on both sides. If you get deep into it, there's people that tell you you peel the film off, you don't peel the film off. I'm not going through the extra steps. I like the film or I like the paper on it because it gives it more strength. Mm -hmm. um, and to me, that's just what makes it fly. Yeah. It is harder to cut out. I get it. You know, yeah. you know, you have to cut through the two layers of paper, and it's hard on Exacto knife blades. I mean, mm -hmm. let's be honest, but it's a dollar and a quarter. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, beggars can't be choosers, and for that price, you and when you're done you're with fine. it, fine. You know, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> you cut yeah, it. Yeah, we've we've talked about disposability so many yeah. times already, yeah. but that's the great thing. You throw it away when you're done; it right. doesn't matter. Okay, so you need the plans, uh huh? Right, and then you basically just transfer the plans to the foam board. You cut out the parts. Yeah, I always staple my plan. Like when I cut, and I I don't know how anybody else does it, but I have um, 
I think Lowe's Menards, whatever's around you, has the like inch and a half foam, you know, that you talked about before the mm-hmm. uh, what's it, expanded foam? Mm-hmm. No, not expanded, well, extruded uh, foam. Extruded, yeah. Um, and I have like two foot by four foot sheets of that. Mm-hmm. And that is what I use pretty much to cut everything on just to kind of save everything I'm, you know, so I don't, yeah, so, so not, I don't mess up my countertop yeah. or anything like that and cut through yeah. it. Yeah. Don't, and, don't go cutting these things out on your mom's, you know, <laughs> coffee table or, or your or dining room table, table or my dining room table. Um, yeah. Put yourself a sheet of this foam down and then cut everything on top of that. But then what I do is I will staple, like actually use a, an open stapler and staple the plans to the foam. Hmm. And the staples are a little bit longer than the actual Dollar Tree foam board, but that's okay because you're going into the foam underneath. The foam underneath, yeah. And then you're not worried about it moving. You're not worried about it getting glued on. It's just so much easier to staple it. Yeah, do yourselves a favor and staple it outside the line. That's what I was going to say. Staple (laughs) it not on a part that you need because there's plenty of waste still, even in this, even though it's cut out of one sheet. Um, But, yeah, I mean, pretty much that's it. You cut it out. Yeah. So once you've got it, it together, so you got the you got the plan. You've got your parts cut out. What what do you need next? Uh, you glue it together. So so you need a hot, hot glue, glue gun. gun and some yeah. hot glue. Yeah. So the I, the glue gun I use, I think I bought it at. Uh, I want to say I got it at Walmart, and I it's think possibly, and yeah. I think it was. I don't know exactly, but I think it was eight dollars. Yeah. I think mine was $8. I think mine was a little bit more expensive. Like, what size glue do you use? Because they have, like, the... Yeah, mine uses the small sticks, like the quarter-inch, I think they're di- quarter-inch di- diameter, I think. Yeah, mine uses the bigger one. Yeah. What are they, like, three-eighths? Three-eighths, I think, maybe. yours is. Yeah. yeah, so yours is a little more heavy-duty than mine. I think yours, uh, you can make... So there's one joint on the airframe that's pretty long, and mm-hmm. it requires a lot of glue. Like, I think I have to reload my gun halfway through laying that bead of glue. Ouch, that's pointless. It's kind of a pain, but, it you know, it's fine. Yeah. It, I paid $8 for the glue gun. That's, that's true. It's not <laughs> so, expensive. Uh, and the glue stays hot long enough for me to do that and not have to worry about, you know, yeah. the glue setting up or cooling off, I guess it is. Not really setting not- up. Well, I guess it's setting. It's solidifying. Solidifying. It's not drying. Right. That's but, true. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, so you're going to need a hot glue gun. Um, One thing before the glue dries, though, is it's sitting. You're going to have to hold it, and it doesn't take long. No. Um, always a few seconds. Eh, yeah, 20 maybe, seconds, maybe 20, 30 seconds. But anyway, always use a square to make sure that your your angles are square. Well, yeah, like, like I said earlier, that I don't think there's any angle on this thing other than 90 degrees. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're right. That's... It's simple. Yeah. And, and you don't have to point. use a square. You can just use the corner of, of anything that is square. So, like, you don't have to True. go out and buy a square or anything like that. If you've got a... Well, if you're... I mean, if you're in the hobby, you probably want to get a hobby square. That's Not true. a bad idea. Yeah. But, I mean, a business card would work, too, if you happen to have... Or a credit True. card. Or credit the, card, yeah. or, the, or your YMCA membership card or your library You're, card or whatever. There you go. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Debit card. Even, I mean, we're going we're with the theme. Name all this we're stuff going we with the theme of cheap, right? That's true. We're not sending people out to buy tools. True. I mean, you already have to buy a glue gun for eight dollars. I mean, I'm trying to look around here, and I don't see anything else that'd be square like that. But yeah, you don't have a wallet full of credit cards. Like, well, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Oh, oh, I got gotcha. you. So uh, something. So anyway, square. something square. Yeah. To line up your parts when you glue them together. And then, I okay. So, I like the full electronic kits you can buy. Mm-hmm. And if I remember, I'm going to put a link on the website when I do that to the one on Amazon because I bought several of these kits on Amazon. Um, 
Yeah, I, I bought think a it's up too. to twenty eight bucks now, though, if I remember. Mm. I, I didn't of look. At it. I should have paid attention to what it was. But anyway, it's a small electric motor, speed controller, two servos. That ice tastes good. Yeah. <laughs> so electric motor, speed controller, it tastes freezer burnt. By the way. Well, it's been in there for quite a while. <laughs> How can I? Anyway, um, speed controller, motor, two servos, propeller. Um, I think that's it. No, two propellers. Yeah, it comes with two propellers. Two propellers. And I haven't broken one yet. Of course, not granted. Well, I, I don't use those. I, I actually float. use a regular oh. pusher prop, um, like an APC pusher prop. Oh, okay. Prop. You don't just mount it I don't on use, backwards and turn no. it backwards or whatever it is. No, you can do that. I think that's what I did. Is it? Yeah. So do you use the, the uh, the oh, what is that, the orangey? Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, I, I think don't. that's what's on mine. I actually, I'm sure it would work perfect, but I use the APCs just because oh, okay. I like the, the way they look better. Okay. I don't know. It's weird of me, I know, especially on a disposable airplane. Anywho, um, <laughs> but you don't have to buy the propeller because it comes. No, it with comes that, with two of them with that set. Yeah. And then the only thing you need after that is the receiver, which is obviously up to whatever you're using for your radio, right. and then a battery. And those are fairly inexpensive too. Yeah. Um, so it's a cheap way, really, if you want to get into the hobby too. Try and find somebody that's designed a set of plans that would be more beginner friendly. Mm-hmm. But man, that's just so nice because there's not a lot into it it's super super convenient because it's like the perfect size it'll it'll fit in like the passenger seat of my car yeah and yeah you can i mean really you can fly these things almost anywhere yeah and they're under the 55 gram or whatever it is i think limit that i'm not telling you i have no clue i've never weighed i'm pretty sure no i don't think it is 250 gram i thought or no yeah, it's 250 grand. I thought it was... I don't I don't have anything small to know. Like, I never worried about the small end of oh, that. Well, anyway, what, what I was driving at is, um, like, I would have no qualms taking this over to the school that's by my house and flying it over there when, you know, yeah. when, the, kids, when the school's out. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Me no problem either. at all, because you can fly it in a really small area. Yep. Yeah, it slows down well, but it's just easy to fly and... Easy to repair yep. and easy to throw away if it doesn't get repaired. Now, I would, just to me personally, I would make one upgrade oh, yeah? to the airplane. Thanks for telling me that now as opposed to beforehand, but okay. Um, I would make the motor mount out of wood. The actual plate oh. itself, you know what I'm saying? No, that's that's true. So the plans have a motor mount like drawn into them. Mm-hmm. You can't, you're right, you can cut it out of the foam if you want. I don't like to do that just because it doesn't have the strength that you do right. so quarter inch balsa basswood I think, I think i'm i think i'm using eighth inch light ply for mine or yeah or something like that and the but beauty that's is, a ply so that's not yeah, just a balsa right and the beauty of that is it usually survives crash too so it comes off with the motor and gets glued right onto the next one <laughs> so once you make it you're yeah. probably not going to have to make it again that's what i mean for the electronics and all that kind of stuff it literally is just five minutes to go from an airplane to another airplane and be ready. Or if you're handy with a 3D printer, you could 3D print your own motor mount. That'd be cool. Sure can. So there's that's, lots of ways. But I that's would, a that's, lot of work. That's the only thing, really, that's the only complaint I have is that, uh, you know, I had to make a motor mount. You poor thing. <laughs> it was pretty but you did it once. easy to do. And I only had to do it once, yeah. exactly. So I mean, like, for this one, my, my original plan that didn't come to fruition because I forgot I was going to design it that way, like, do you remember the pizza box one I had a long time ago that you crashed? That I crashed, yes. Um, the thing I really liked about that is I could set it on the ground and take off vertically. 
had enough power to do that, yeah. and it was able to to sit yeah. perfectly straight up. That's a up. cool factor. This one's not quite like that. Like you can cut a little bit different if you want to be able to make it sit on the tail and on the the wings. Um, but I just I didn't quite get that designed in right, and then I forgot about it until right that now. That would as be cool fact, though. Yeah, if you could just set it down, and that way you wouldn't have to hand launch it. Which it's know. if you're not sure what you're doing, hand launching can be. Uh, Here's the technique I use that I like. I launch it with no power. You have to launch it with no power. So I throw it kind of like a paper. scary if you don't. Yeah, I throw it kind of like it's a paper airplane, and then once once it's out of my hand and I've got my hand back on the transmitter, I slowly advance the throttle. Yeah. And I say slowly because if you just take it <laughs> wide open, these torque. little motors, yeah, they produce quite a bit of torque, and at low air speeds like that, it does tend to want to roll it a little bit. Yeah, if there's no authority over the the elevons and stuff, you're going to have an right. issue with that too, too fast. Yeah. So what do you Sorry. throw it? Like maybe a 30%? Or a 30-degree yeah, angle 30, or something. 30 degrees or so. That just kind of an upward, give it an upward and a tilt. nice, quick toss. Yep, and just like you're throwing a paper airplane. Yeah. And, and that works pretty well, Yeah, actually. that's all there is to it, really. There's, I, I, I don't want to drag this out too much longer because <laughs> there's really not much else to talk about. Well, really um, the goal is we would like our listeners to try it. Yeah. You know, download the plans or, or any plans mm-hmm. and, and give it a shot because they are a lot of fun. And they are super cheap. <laughs> yeah, um, so. quick and all that stuff. Um, what was I going to say? So I was going to say, I don't remember what I was going to say, so I guess we're about finished. Well, you were talking about the vertical takeoff. Oh, no, one of the, we were talking about the uh, the control surfaces. Hmm. So the, the control horns that, like I use Dubro ones just because I had a bunch of them sitting there. Yeah, I think that's what I used too. And that's easy because you just glue it right, right. to the paper yeah. again. Yep. Um, but anyway, so I was talking to to Joe from the Aviation RC New Podcast, which, like I said, they do a bunch of foam. And the tip he gave me on those, if you do have a dollar store around and that's where you get your Dollar Tree foam board, look for dental flossers. They have a bag of 100 dental flossers for a dollar that have holes in the uh, oh, handle on them. Yeah. And he said those make really, really good quick, cheap, and easy control horns. There you go. I haven't tried it yet. I bought some, but I haven't yeah. tried it yet because yeah. I haven't had to actually make another set of electronics because, you know, the control horns don't break. Um, yeah. But, yeah, there's not much to it. Cool. And that's an easy way to do it. And they, so the other thing, too, so for the hinges, I forgot to bring up, packing tape. Yep, that's what I use, too. And so, I double it. Do you double yours? No. You so do I the take, top and bottom? Yeah, so I take a small strip, put it on the top, and then I fold the control surface over and I put another strip on the bottom. I don't oh, know that's why. that's a good idea. I don't know why I do that, but it does make them a little bit stiffer. Yeah. So they don't, you know, they're not as so they don't start easy to, to move, but yeah. they don't, yeah. Like if the paper separates on the top, at least you still have some on the bottom. No, that's that's a good idea, actually. I and should then, start doing it that way. Yeah, cut a bevel on the leading edge of the of the control surfaces when you cut out the planes. Yeah. Not, you don't have to do it on the actual airplane itself, right. but just on the control surfaces. Yep. That way it gives it room to move. Exactly. A little 45. That can be problematic, though. I mean, like, I will admit I've done it to where I've not done it very well at times. At oh, cut the, cut the angle, the angle. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't have to be perfect. And that is true because the tape makes up for a lot of mistakes. <laughs> yes. Um, but, yeah. So yeah, so there you go. I, Cheap, easy, and boy, are these things fun. I, I wish I had more to talk about, but you know, I think we've said it all. Yeah, well, I mean, we just—it's a profile guys to, foamy. Yeah, you get, we there? want you guys to try them, and uh, you know, it's just another option in our toolbox of fun. <laughs> toolbox of fun. 
<laughs> oh boy. Okay. Anything else you want That's to talk all I about? Got. All right, me too. Um, go download the plans, rcplanelab.com. Yep. Oh, and hey, and check out our repair video. That check we just out our posted. repair video that we just posted last week. Um, what else? That's it. That's it. Thanks for listening. Send us pictures if you do it. By the yeah. Way. If you if you build any of these, I want to see them. Yeah, and if your kids uh, do a cool coloring job on it, put put that on the website. I'd love to see it. There we go. Well, send it to me. Send and I'll it put to it on the Ron, website. and he'll put it on the he website. He was talking to me. Okay. <laughs> so now I'm finished. You? Yep, I'm done. Okay. That's it. Uh, thanks for listening. Until next time, I'm Ron. I'm Tom. Good night. Good night. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the RC Plane Lab podcast. For topic suggestions, to ask questions, or to give any feedback, connect with us at rcplanelab.com or email us direct at either ron at rcplanelab.com or tom at rcplanelab.com. You can also text us or leave us a voicemail at 818-351-9846. Please subscribe, rate, and review us on your favorite podcast app. Until next time, may your landings be gentle. Oh, <laughs>